Hey guys, it's Kevin from Goliath Podcast Kunai. Today, we're going to be covering uh, none other than PSG, or as you may know it, Panty and Stalking with Gardabelt. But before we start, uh, Tyson, I believe you have something to tell us. For you new folks, Get A Life Podcast Kunai is a monthly anime discussion podcast on the Get Life group. Due to the nature of the discussion, we can't avoid spoilers of the show to be discussed. For those shows that are based off any 16 piece of work, whether it's manga, light novel, or some other media form, we aren't covering the source material for those. We can be found on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. If you'd like to recommend a show for us to watch and make an episode of Kunai, send us your suggestion on Twitter at galpkunai, that's G-A-L-P-K-U-N-A-I, or by email at galp.pea at gmail.com. We only ask that you suggest shows that have at most 30 episodes. All right, so before we get continue and we uh, start talking about PSG, I'd like to make a few points about this anime, all right? So uh, PSG, it's a bit special, and what I mean by that is it deals with a very crude humor and uh, very sexual themes. So it's not very suitable for a younger audience or anyone who's easily disturbed by such things. But you may be wondering, you know, what is PSG? Well, PSG, or uh, Panty and Stalking with Gardabelt, is an OVA, or original concept, that is based off of work by Gainax's Shiro Sasaki. And it was aired during the fall season of 2010. It's 13 episodes long and produced by Gainax and directed by Hiroyuki Imaishi. Alright, let's start with the first impressions. Does anyone want to start? Um, I really want to start Ooh. on this one. Alright. Um, initially, this was something that you suggested to me, Kevin, way before it was even on our suggestions list for Kunai. And I was like, okay, I have to watch this. And I was kind of put off by it at first because of the inherently kind of sexual nature of the show. However, I think the art style drew me in and the comedy drew me in. So I think that was... The first impressions. It has this kind of fucked up humor that not everyone is going to get, but it's something that I kind of liked. So I continued the show. That's pretty much all I have to say. Yeah, I agree with you there, Bish. It is very fucked up, all right? And it's very, very cringy. Good at time. Well, the thing is, I would not watch this in a public space, all right? And, um,. To my friends who introduced this to me, all right, who watched it in the school cafeteria, like, I gotta say, um, I salute you because that takes some balls, okay? <laughs> to be honest, um, I um, watched this on a public train without headphones. Because to be honest, it, w it was kind of interesting because someone actually asked me to leave the train. So I had to get off the train and get back on, on a different train. Because people felt uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, but it's, it's understandable though, right? It's not... Uh... It's not PG-13 material, you know? <laughs> yeah, but they would have done the same thing if it was any other anime or game. I'll be honest. Like, someone will see like, anime and will be like, eh, me, me. they're going to complain about it. And I think if you really want to piss someone off, sit next to them on a train and play this anime out loud. Especially the, the Japanese stuff. I think you would have been kicked off the train if you... Um... I think the, the reason you were kicked off the train is because you were listening without headphones. They tend to do that, especially on the trains here. Eh, not well, Sound isn't really an issue because I once went on the train and so they, like I always go on the train and they play sound. People play sound all the time. I have a, a I have heard bo a boombox people that 
put it put it on the train but in here people don't give a shit but the people who run the train are more than welcome to ask that person to leave and there's even a sign on the train hey don't use boomboxes if you need to listen to something have headphones on yeah but the thing is tyson i'd consider here that it's not not only is he listening to it without headphones this is um an anime right and we all know and in the west in general there is this negative uh, connotations that's associated with anime and particular yeah yeah to put it lightly but keeping in mind that you know the name of this anime it's not exactly something that uh gives off pg-13 vibes you know that alone gives it a bad image like um this reminds me of the discussion to be honest yeah to be honest, when I was watching it, I wasn't watching it on my phone. This is the one day where I decided I'm gonna bring my iPad with me. And it was a transformation scene, let's say. And let's say the people got an Eiffel. Yeah. Which is actually one of my favorite scenes in this anime. Wait, wait, hang on. Is it the, the Pantheon stalking transformation scene or is it the Scantian knee socks? Out of curiosity. No, no, I don't like the I don't like the scanty and knee socks transformation. It makes me feel dirty when I watch it. Yeah, it's like a Chinese knockoff. The whole concept of scanty and knee socks is designed to be a ripoff of Penny and Stocking. It is. Even the it names. Is. Even the yeah, names. Yeah. We'll get into the characters later, but I So Joe, what was your first impressions? I to be honest, I actually saw the show for the first time three years ago. Um, I was at my friend's house. Like, we were just, like, binging, uh, we were just playing video games. We were just watching a bunch of American and Japanese TV shows. And then, and then he shows Penny and Stalking. I see the episode, the one where, um, where Penny and Stalking are, like, they get shrunk. And then they go, in, they accidentally get inside Brief's body. <laughs> and <laughs> it was really weird. Like, and it was something I've never really seen. It's like I'm watching it. And I'm like, what? I wonder what American studio made this. And like my friends tell me, like this was like a Japanese animation. I'm just like, what? It's like this. I'm like, this is this is made in Japan. And he's like, yeah. And it's like it was really surprising. And then, and then I think like sometime last year, I think it was during the summer. It's like I got the I got a DVD Blu-ray copy of it back at Comic Con 2014. And then like it took me a few months before I actually started it. And I binged through it like in that span of a weekend. Because it was like, like when I saw the first episode and like I was see, watching more and more episodes. It just felt really good watching it. Well, not in that sense. <laughs> you don't don't get any dirty minds. Uh, no, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> but like it just, it was just very, it was just very crude in the yeah, funniest way. Very much. I loved it. Interesting. All right, so, Kevin, what do you think? What did you think of it? All right, I actually kind of have an entire anecdote to share with you guys because um, I'll be honest. Um, nice. I, I s- is it about getting kicked off on a train? No, not not, not as interesting as that. <laughs> but I'd like to share it nonetheless. Um, so uh, basically, I ran across PSG sort of on YouTube the first time, just through uh, AMVs because you know YouTube used to be really big on AMVs back then. Still kind of is, unfortunately. But uh, <laughs> it was an AMV of Banty um, and talking, right? And just by looking at the title. I was like, uh, is, this hen- is this hentai? Right? Because I was still very new to, to anime back then, right? So I was like, I opened the video, right? And I was like, nope, nope, I'm clo- nope, I'm done, I'm done, right? So that was like three years ago. And after last year, uh, my friends, 
at school who are uh, huge animators, yeah, right? Uh, they decided it was a good idea. You know what? L let's watch PSG in the middle of the cafeteria, surrounded by other people, right? So they they told me to come and take a look at a scene because they know I'm a cadet, right? So I'm into like um, uh, World War II and like military stuff, right? And what they showed me was, uh, do you guys remember that scene from episode three with uh, go oh god, this is gonna be awkward. <laughs> the semen demons, <laughs> the semen ghosts, the semen demons. Wow. Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah, you, like, you know what I, I liked about that episode. I, I warned you guys. It was it was it, um, it's crude. <laughs> it was a D-Day yeah, reference. It's, uh, Normandy landings. I think it's also an Okinawa reference as well because there's a huge hill, right? But anyways, um, I had no idea what the hell was going on at first, right? Because I was like, oh, is this a World War II anime? And after they're fucking like tissue boxes in the sky, I'm like, okay, what the fuck is going on? And then at the very end, you know, with the when the guy runs into uh, the the condom, I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> what have I gotten myself into?" So that's how I got introduced uh, to PSG. So really, that scene that you know convinced me that it was something worthwhile to watch because you know, a it's not hentai, and b it seemed pretty fucking hilarious. So uh, because of that, I spent the weekend after that just binging it um, in my room. So, ambitious of that. So let me get this point clear. At first, you're like, whoa, is this hentai? I have to close this. But the reason you got into this anime was watching the one episode which is about sperm. And you're like, yeah, no, I'm, because, I'm totally no, into I, this. The first time that I saw it... <laughs> the first no, time the I thing saw about, it... Um, the, the thing about... Pro, um, um, uh, morally wrong stuff is that people get drawn to it. It's human nature. So one can correctly guess that Kevin was lured into this world full of sin, and he and he wanted to just. And he said it himself. He binged it all in one weekend. He said it himself. Well, thank you very much, Pastor yeah, Tyson. Yeah, I have to say that as well. <laughs> what, what What is your thoughts on the episode? Are you going to, are you going to exercise us now? Well, if I exercise, I may ha I may have to transform myself into garter belt, yes. but I'm not into bondage, so you don't want to be garter belt, dude. That's very ironic. No, I don't think anyone wants to be garter belt because that be guy okay, is just, clearly a pedophile. I'll talk about him later, but like I don't know why. Yeah, we'll talk about that um, later. Garter belt. <coughs> I don't know why, but whenever I fucking look at garter belt, I think of um, is it Samuel L. Jackson? I don't know, just the fucking fro. I don't know why. It's just the voice. Samuel Jackson. It's like, <laughs> huh? It's just the fro. No, but like it's just a voice. No, it's not even that. It's I, just like to be honest, I you see know what, what I, you mean. I kind of get what you're saying. Because you know Samuel Jackson is a badass, and in some cases, when he's not being a creepy perv, the uh, about is is the badass of the group. Nah, that's know? true. That's true. Especially around the end, he's awesome. Yeah, Tyson. What what were you um Tyson? What were your first impressions? Well. I better come clear about this from the start. This is one show get the far that out, guys. on the regular. This is one show that on the regular circumstances I would have dropped on the first episode. I'm not a fan of crude humor. I'm not a fan of the sort of gynax style um, over the top of everything. And as soon as I read that it was Hiroyuki Imaishi that directed it, I'm like, fuck no, no, stay away, stay away. This this guy's style of directing and scriptboarding and everything. This is not you. This is not you. You're not gonna like it. So, um, so so the first 
few episodes where like, oh, do I re do I really have to get overloaded with sex jokes and innuendos and everything that you know? Like this kind of humor is just it just isn't me. This is not what this is not what I like in comedies. And while it progressively got better at the at the at the middle and the end part, probably because I was already used to their kind of raunchy humor, I wouldn't have lasted that long. Like, I just, um, <clears throat> I just toughened tough it up for, for Kunai, but under regular circumstances, this is not something that I would have watched like on the first go. It was again, it was the first episode, and there's, and, and, a, and the concept of a monster made of shit, like, What kind of humor is that? How can there be people who enjoy this kind of humor? Like, really? Well, th this is the internet, so, I mean... And like we said, this is very crude humor. Like, I, I cannot state this enough, all right? It, you cannot... Honestly, I think it's... I'm sorry to interrupt, Kevin, but for some reason, I I kind of feel like it's making fun of itself in some ways. It's like, where it's like... Because it's very, like... It's very crude... Like the it's it's very focused on like crude humor, so like it's kind of like it kind of feels like it's doing so much of it that's kind of insulting itself too. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. It kind of reminds me of um, kind of like Deadpool was to you know comics, panty and stocking is to anime. You know what I mean? It, it's breaking the fourth wall constantly. Yes, I know. It exactly. has a lot of sexual jokes and things like that. So that's what it kind of reminded me of. It's kind of refreshing, to be honest. I don't... I I wouldn't go as far as saying that it breaks the fourth wall. I don't know from where did you got that impression, but I wouldn't go that far. I would go as far to say that, to me personally anyways, I find that it's even more crude than, than Deadpool because there is not a single episode without crude... Or extremely sexual humor, right? I mean, that's fine because I, I personally don't mind it, right? For obviously for Tyson, who's already a person that you know has made his stance clear on Gainax, who is kind of against this particular director, and also hates tropes. I just can't imagine how the thoughts flying through his this head. This was like yeah, hell exactly. for Tyson. No? but Tyson, uh, do you way, think that? The but the the one instance that was slightly funny, at least on the beginning, was the B part of episode one, the train part. And even and even this foul-mouthed pervy train was like, this is kind of funny, but in a, in, in a sort of way, it isn't as a, as well. That episode made me feel so uncomfortable, especially the moment where the, the demon had the, um, the pants on his face and he starts like smelling it and he gets like super like energized from it. It's just, it's so... Uh, To be honest, have you have have you catch the name of that train when uh, Scandi and Nisox are delivering their report to Corset? The the the, the, the Fast and Not So Furious. It was so I can see where the parody part of it it comes from, and even when you and even with, without that scene, you can see that Panium Stocking had inspiration from different elements in media and i think i remember reading that that if no if no i remember reading that Panium stocking was pretty much a concept that all the guy next production team came up with while drunk so that tells you something oh 
That's amazing. Yeah, that makes sense though, right? Because if you look at the context, that it's... is no. God, I'm sorry, Kevin, but that is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, there's there's a lot of like cartoons that were made where the, the creators were drunk or high or things like that. Um, in this case, it's kind of interesting to kind of know that a Japanese studio came up with this whilst the people in you know involved in it were drunk that's it's quite interesting because you know they have a such a great bond together because japanese people only drink together if they like each other like you know what i mean they're not gonna just drink with but random people they, not it, like us not like us brits yeah but the, but these lavish ideas that imaishi comes up with sometimes are not only limited to when he's drunk so what i'm thinking here is kill a kill and it's like this guy does his own thing like no if drunk or not drunk, Imaishi's style is just lavish. I, jo I, I don't like it. There are people who like it, of course, but it's not for me. Okay, but Tyson, would you say that uh, you know, the, the perceived increase, anyway, in quality in the middle and end of the season, would that, was that enough to make you say, you know what, I enjoyed it, or is your stance still, I, I don't like this anime? Well, after I got past the initial stint of what the fuck am I looking at, um, I did found some humor in, so, in some later skits. One particular skit of note was the Transformer spoof. I was laughing my ass off at that, mostly because I've seen the Transformer cartoons of the of the early nineties. So as I am, so this is also a show in which do you find the parody stuff funny if you are familiar with the material, with the reference material behind it as well. So in a way, that's why I found the Transformers funny, but the, but the others, I kind of understood the reference, but I didn't saw the comedy behind it. At least that's me. Um, would you say... Tyson, that's your favorite moment or favorite episode from the anime? Favorite episode, definitely. Um, to be honest, I kind of agree with your point there. There is tons of references. You know, there's Back to the Future references. There's um, oh. Bad Boys references. I did, I did not understand the part, the humor, the satire part of, it, of that episode. But then again, I haven't seen Back to the Future. And also... I haven't seen Back to the Future, and I'm also wondering, why did Chuck get an episode when up to the point of that he episode... He had three episodes, Tyson. That's... I did, <laughs> that's I, I, that's I, I, what I, I, kind I, of annoys I, I, I'm, me. I, I'm, I'm, counting, I'm counting it as, as one part for the discussion, because it's pretty much the B part of that episode. So, at this point, I'm wondering, okay, why does Chuck... The guy, the the dog, who's a complete sidekick, and he gets um, and he gets treated like a punching bag for both Penny and Stocking, Garter Bell, and even sometimes Brief, um, gets his own episode just to fight with the with the dog from the Scanny and Nisox group. I just don't, I just don't get it. it, it it's a decision that made me scratch my head. To I be don't honest, either. To be honest, I think that potentially might just be filler. Yeah. I think they just ran yeah. out of ideas and possibly, they needed to put something in there. Well, I mean, to be, I don't think you could say I can call paint like some episodes of Paint Sonic filler because each episode is completely different. That's true, but when you have an episode about a dog, well, not a dog, but Chuck, even though it was labeled like a, Chuck like to the side, Future, it's like a side skit or something. It is, like. but it it's like a cutaway gag that goes on for more than a minute. It just it just gets old and stale. The fact that we got like three part like three episodes for it. 
or three B-part episodes, it's, it's kind of dumb. It's just like, I don't really give a shit about Chuck. He's the punching bank, literally, of this anime, and I want him to stay that way. I don't want him to have any sort of character development. That just seems ridiculous. But going into my, my kind of favorite episode of this anime, I have to admit it was the... Um, Oh, it was it was the episode where where stocking just eats and eats and eats and eats and then she just becomes obese. <laughs> That's just one of my favorite episodes. Oh, wait, that that one is just weird. That's what the fat ghost. No, it, that was the one episode in which there's just like one camera frame and they are like hungry as hell for like over eight or nine hours, or is it the stocking part, or or is the stocking getting fat? It's not that one. It's the one where there's like the fat demon, right? That's trying to fatten up the entire city, oh, right? With okay, the, okay. the cakes, basically the the booby monster, right? And I feel awkward saying that, but the, that's what it is, right? But to be, that was disgusting. The, that the was one disgusting. thing I loved about that um, that particular episode was this one line where they were they were discussing. Um, I don't want to sound weird when I'm saying this. They were discussing breast sizes and it, there was this Don't one they always on PSG? They always, but it was it was the fact that Stocking said this weird thing she was like, well yeah, just cause you're uh, you got small titters and I was like who uses that? Who uses that word titters? And I think it's a word that I'm going to be using from now on cause you know, let's be honest, the word tits sounds really like manly tits you know what I'm talking about? Like, you go to the pub, you hear a man, you know, off on his balls and just, you <laughs> full, know, if, completely full, full drunk. Full British mode. Full British mode. Yeah, but that's what I'm thinking. Like, titters, it sounds kind of, it sounds very but, weird. And it, that's what made me like that episode, just that one line. But, the thing is, if you say titters, though, <laughs> people are going to think that you're, like, five, right? Because they, they also no, use but, other terms, like, like, diddle, right? Like, who the fuck uses diddle? That's over the age of 10, right? <laughs> but to be honest, in the, it, I, I think that would be because of the whole um, the English dub. That's the only reason. Because in, in, in the Japanese version, because I've watched both, um, mm -hmm. they say oppai all the time when they refer to, to breasts. So I think that's um, reasonable there. Mm. Any other moments? Because there are a lot. There of, is so um, many moments and so many pop culture references. It's it's there glorious. Is. If you if you like um if you understand them, then it just makes it all that much funnier. There's uh, there's another episode which I really liked. The episode where I believe let me just quote the the name of the episode. I think it was called High School Nudical or Nudicle or something. Yeah. I love that episode only because of the joke where they were where all the guys were like, you know, Panty wanted all their their um, their underwear, and she was using it to get weapons, and that scene was just fucking hilarious. Like, She's trying to like fire, just, like droopy, and things like that. And then she takes Brief's one, and it's just like a massive fucking so shotgun. So you know, you know, Brief is packed down there. Well, we're talking about a character whose name is Briefer's Rock. Just think about yeah. that. And whoa. I didn't... Whoa, I'm... Tyson. Whoa, my mind is being blown. <laughs> but... Oh, hey. I didn't realize that uh, Garter Belt was actually two words. And his first name was Garter. His last name was Belt. I didn't realize it until the second watching. I always thought his name was just one word, just Garter Belt. But apparently not. Now, there, there's a bunch of innuendos like that. Like, that entire scene that you just talked about, it's... 
in essence, it's one huge dick joke. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's this anime. It's kind of yeah. A... The anime, like in itself, is kind of... okay. Um, there is one thing that I want to mention in that particular episode. It had like the joke in which I felt the most like. How many times are you gonna smash in my head that Penny is a sex freak? And it's just like the episode culminates in Penny having a climax with someone from the football team. I'm like, okay, show you are if you already went too far and you are already hammering home that Penny is a sex addict. You're already doing yeah, that. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's that's established, and I think that's mainly just what her character is. To be honest, like there is. I don't want to be a dick in saying this. There is little to none character development. So they need these kind of elements about them. You need to know in every episode that Panty is a sex addict. You need to know that Stocking loves to eat and she's very gluttonous. Yeah, but these are, these are their personalities. If you don't have their personalities, then they're just okay, random, okay. boring people. Okay, let me introduce another element then. What is that? What if, sorry, what if that is mainly a criticism about the structuring of American cartoons from which Panium Stocking obviously gets inspiration? I mean, if, if you look at the, just the format of the show and the episodes, if you think about the character development, it there is none, right? All the characters are paper thin. They are tropes, right? They're all punching bags. It's not just Chuck. Every single character is a punching bag of the same joke. And that same joke is used over and over and over and over until the very last episode without fail. All right? Uh, same thing with the story. It, it, it's just, it's a, I would say it's a slice of life, right? And it's kind of mirroring uh, Western cartoons. Because what I think uh, of when I think of the, uh, story format that was used for PSG is stuff like Scooby-Doo not in like you know the content but like in the way the episodes are structured every episode it's always one villain they they defeat the villain at the end and it's a rinse and repeat for every single episode of the season there's a uh, little connection between the episode itself right so the plot in essence is basically they want to get um, coins to go back to heaven that's it that it's not even a plot it's just this framework that establishes the context. No more. Tyson? I would argue that, yes, the episodes are pretty much self-contained, all, like, all the parts. And probably Bish can recall this off memory better than me, but didn't Scooby-Doo um, use uh, both its A part and B part instead of resolving mysteries in the first 12, 13 minutes of the episode? Or use all... Okay... If you recall, if you you may recall this better than me, but didn't Scooby Doo resolve its mysteries throughout the length of one thirty-minute episode instead of dividing it by part? Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, at least in structuring, um, I wouldn't compare Penny and Stocking to Scooby Doo at least in that part because Scooby Doo tends would to be well, a bit to Ed and Eddie. To be honest, because Ed and Eddie also has that kind of segmented structure where both parts don't necessarily fit together. But they kind of do, and you have to kind of watch this in in an odd order, maybe. Yeah, like it kind of works like um, normal American cartoons, where it's like it's ten minutes of this story and ten mm. minutes of another story, and the episode ends. They're like uh, individual no, but, skits. And, uh, but, uh, no, no, but uh, but at least on Penny and Stocking, pretty much every t- 10, 11, 20, uh, sorry, twelve minute segment is pretty much self contained. So the only the only frame of reference that you have to go on is that you are eliminating ghosts to get heaven coins to get back to heaven. Other than that, 
there's little to no connection between the episodes um, until we're talking about the episodes in which um, Scanty, Scanty and Nisox are introduced, in which the episodes start to get some sort of continuity with them well, being the bad guys. Well, it's well, like the, the, end is, the end is, a con- is connected. Yeah, the, yeah, the ends last are connected. Last two episodes. <laughs> um, no, the, it, no, no, the end... The, no, the end felt more like um, they're they're trying to do this arc and they completely wrap up the arc. Is the it, it didn't feel like the whole story up until the ending was developing until that certain point. So, so because so that's why I referenced to pretty much the setting was established in the in the first episode, both the A part and the B part, and then all for, all the way from there. It's just it behaves like a monster of the week type of show. You have if you have this situation, you have this monster, you have to destroy it. It's, it but in the case of Penny and Stocking, it's it's very lean because you already know the girl's motivation, and you pretty much either minimize of or, or completely. I wouldn't say completely get rid of the tropes, but minimize is the correct word to make it more lean in its writing. And be able to resolve most of the situations between the characters in about eleven or twelve minutes. In in the rare case, there are rare cases in which both A part and B part are connected. I can think of the last episode of a, of S one example, and there's also uh, I think it was episode five or uh, episode six. Episode six was all one episode, A part and B part all connected together. Yeah, to be honest with you, like, for the first few episodes anyway, what you could do is you could scramble the episodes, put them in random order, it would not make a difference, and you wouldn't be able to notice, because there there is no logical order to them, right? And honestly, it's a problem that I have. As much as I, I like the humor of the show, it's a big gripe that I have, because it almost seems like, for, for the the plot, it's like they go through a checklist. All right, we, we made mention of, you know, Panty's defining trait. We made mention of Stalking's defining trait. We made... Uh, Nisox and Scanty made an appearance, you know, it's like, it's the same general uh, format for every episode, and it's kind of reused over and over in different contexts. Uh, Tyson? Okay, but if we started to look at it at this part, then I think it was Joe who said it, um, or it, it was Joe or it was Bitch. Uh, it, bitch. 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 <laughs> that, okay, that's a snap right there. <laughs> Anyway, um, I think it was either Jill or Bish that said it. You can pretty much discard the rest of the episodes as filler when the really important episodes are episode 1, episode 6, and episode 12 and 13. The rest is just filler. The rest is filler. No, that's because there is no plot, right? Uh, Bish, I believe you want to say something, right? Yeah, um, it kind of reminds me of the Powerpuff Girls because it works in a similar way to mm-hmm, Powerpuff Girls. Does. Um, because you do get these random, like, like you mentioned your checklist, you know, this character here, you see Mojo Jojo, you see this character has to make their appearance, that kind of stuff. You see the mayor, that kind of stuff. Um, and in a similar vein. It's actually really, it's actually really funny how you describe that because I remember reading online that like it's, it was described as a crude Powerpuff Girls. It is. A lot of people make that comparison. Yeah. Okay. So David... David Brothers from Comics Alliance described the series as a naughty version of the Powerpuff Girls and feels like the result of an unholy union between the Wren and Skimp and Stimpy show and Dirty Pear. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's, even it's on kind the of page, right? to me. It's kind of true because 
Uh, Powerpuff Girls was something that is a Cartoon Network show. It's about these these little girls in kindergarten, that kind of stuff who have superpowers. Um, similar in vain to, to this show, where I think it would make more sense. It kind of reminds me of an American cartoon, but I think it would have been aired on Adult Swim. I think it, it deserves to be there. Yeah, so it, it, it kind of reminds me of an Adult Swim show, like an Adult Swim version of the Powerpuff Girls, which is just incredibly great and very nostalgic in a sense because even the art style looks very similar to the Powerpuff Girls not talking about the transformation scenes which look more so like anime but but you know at least there you kind of like as you mentioned Joe this crude Powerpuff Girls and Joe I was really I really want to know what your favorite episodes are to be honest because we My didn't get to hear episodes. that from you okay so well I have, I have a few notable ones well like there's that one episode where it was just like I don't know how to describe it. It was when it was you would call it the one of the quote unquote filler episodes where Was it a beach like episode? Were, no, it was no. No, I'm not that cliche. Um it was the episode when the anime like it it's when they went to that like anime style town. Like the really boring Oh yeah, the town. The, the ghetto part of the town apparently. That was weird. Yeah. Um, it was really weird when I was watching it. I'm like, this is so not Penny and Stalking. Do you know what that reminded me of? That reminded me of the, um, you know, in Spirited Away, how you have yes, some of those. Yes, I was thinking of that. I it, thought of a Studio Ghibli it, film yeah. style mm-hmm. of animation. I was I like, think no. So. I know, I thought the same <laughs> exact thing. I'm like, are we going Studio, are we going studio Ghibli now? It was, it was hilarious. I like that. Yeah. And then, like, you see, like, when, like, when the guy's daughter, I think he got fired from his job. But, like, he, when he saw, when his daughter was so excited, this, like, he really, she really wanted um, an autograph of Fanny and Stocking for her birthday. And then, like, Fanny and Stocking just bust in and destroy a ghost in that same exact town. <laughs> All right, um, Kevin, you want to say something? I found it funny, like Dish said, but at the same time, because I believe that they were trying to replicate to Ghibli's distinctive uh, art style here. It was kind of cringy because it was like, don't ruin my innocence here, right? I know, but like at the same time, it's like, why Gainax? Why must you ruin my childhood, right? So, and especially when Panty and Stocking actually show up in that episode, there's such a huge contrast between the two art styles, you know, the traditional anime uh, art style and the very Western uh, and adult swim type art style it just doesn't mix particularly well and honestly it, it it was really weird when they mixed it because you saw one art style in the world yeah. of like a completely it was cool but style. like still honestly it was really cool I'd argue I like that's it. probably yeah it was uh, I'd argue I don't that know if you guys noticed that uh, usually you know, reference I don't know if you guys noticed but um, usually Japanimation style is used in this show for fan service. Not only the transformation scenes, but when um, Penny and Stocking are eating something or doing something in a gratuitous manner, that they immediately switch to Japanimation. So I don't know what really they were trying to communicate with that there. Well, it it's a Gainax show. There is going to be fan service, and, you know. Kevin, well, at uh, least like, at least there was no Gainax scene because Penny doesn't have a boobs and Stocking just uh, just seems to have hers glued together. 
But you have to understand why they decided to transition to uh, Japanese oh, style of animation for those scenes, though, because can you really think of any like major American cartoons that do etchy and do fancy? It does not mix, right? And especially the, the art style that they took for uh, PSG, like just the regular art style, it's very like the, the edges are very sharp and stuff. It would not make for it's a, a very, very innocent um, art style, I would say. So I think they need that balance with the etchiness. I think, um, if if anything, also it's art style, the, like the regular art style that's prevalent throughout the uh, Panium stocking. It reminded me of what is this ad Adult Swim show called? Uh, Super uh, Super Omega Team for uh, Aqua Team Hunger Force, whatever the name. Of that. <laughs> I think Aqua, I know Aqua Team Hunger. It's Aqua Team Hunger Force. Aqua Team Hunger Force. It reminded me. It, it reminded me of that even for even to the raunchy jokes, but. Um, I'm reading something here that um, that apparently the producers cited a specific inspiration in regards to the developing, and they say that um, I haven't seen this one, but they cite "Drawn Together" as inspiration for the show's crudeness. I don't watch it also, and so I don't know what the show is about. So, but the most one I reminded of is Aqua Teen Hunger Force" in regards to the writing style. And probably it's it, probably the framing of painium stocking. What um speaking of favorite moments, uh, I don't know if Joe is going to mention this, but uh, two words for you guys: Phoenix Wright. You guys remember that episode? Oh, oh my god! Objection! You know, it was like. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so if you guys don't know, I am like a Phoenix Wright mega fan. And it felt really good when I saw the episode about um, when Fanny and Stalking are framed for for murdering a random civilian, and then when <laughs> and then when the monk like the monkey is defending them until they finally until the monkey suddenly gets this like he gets like this huge shock to his head, and he becomes the ultimate attorney. <laughs> Footnote: There is an Ace Attorney anime. You can watch it right now. Yes, there is an Ace Attorney anime. You should watch it if. If you probably hate it, you probably should play the games, because they. You know, the fan of the games. I really love the anime. Anyway, back to Penny Stalking. I must say that they did it really well because I haven't played a single game in the Phoenix Wright series, right? And even I was able to recognize the reference, right? I think because um, it's meme worthy now. Yeah, so it's meme worthy. We all know it. Let's be honest. The thing is that. Um, the game show part of the, of the episode, th it threw me a curveball because, okay, Judgment Day, I know that there's a wrestling product with that name on it, or used to be, but I never realized it, sorry, I never put it as a Phoenix Wright reference until I heard the objection. So the game show part really threw me off. I'm like, what are they referencing here? No, it's like we said, just, I think that Gainax, whether you dislike him or not, I think that they did a pretty good job at uh, memeing, right? They they made a shit ton of pop cultural uh, references, both to Western and Japanese uh, pop culture stuff. And honestly, a lot of those episodes are my favorites, right? So my favorite episodes are usually ones that have really good references or ones that mix things up. Like I said before, uh, unfortunately, especially at the beginning, it's kind of a drag to watch because... 
it's the exact same format that's recycled over and over and over and over and it's predictable and it's just tropes and tropes and tropes and it's not enjoyable. However, um, the first episode where I think things started picking up was um, around the middle of the season, episode six, and that was when uh, Scanty and Nisox were introduced, all right? And I know that people are going to shit on me for this, right? But I think that that... Oh, hang on, let me brace myself. Before you continue... Um... <laughs> Please don't tell me they're your best girls. Uh, I have no comment on this uh, at this time. <laughs> uh, that is confidential information. Wait, I'll get speaking that, of which, characters. characters. Oh, but I'm not done yet, guys. Joe. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, Kevin. I, I know you, you're really eager to bash. Yeah, we want to shit all over your best girl. I, I didn't we say wanna, anything about... We want to shit all over I, Panty. Come on. Say it. I didn't say, say anything about those characters. Yet. Say Anyways. it. Hey, hey, no labeling. All right. Um, I think that the introduction of Scanty Knee Socks, it was, it was a nice change, right? Because you have these two new characters. And it reminded me of um, Team Rocket, to be honest, because that's that's probably the, what they were aiming for. So it, it makes things up because you have these new characters and they're kind of like these anti-heroes, right? Uh, episode 7, after that, after that, of course, you can't not like the Transformers reference, you know, Coctimus Prime, you know? It's funny, Fuck. but it makes you, yeah, it makes you, it makes you want to facepalm at the same time, you know. Do you know when they said that? I was thinking, is this gonna be like one of those porn parodies? You know when they have to make those puns? It felt no, like that. Oh no! Those oh, puns no. felt like a porn parody. Honestly, oh my god! I wasn't thinking of that, but thanks for bringing that up because I have that in my head. Um, but my favorite episode, Long Episode Six, has to be without a doubt. The volleyball one, all right, because there is some, there's some humor in there. They're just fucking gold. Okay, first of all, it's a good episode because a, it doesn't follow your typical uh, format where it's like, all right, um, Gordibolt's like, yeah, you have you have a ghost to hunt down. Go kill the ghost, and they kill the ghost, and they get the money, right? Uh, it's not that. And this is more like a rivalry slash filler episode between um, PSG, well, Panty and Stalking, and uh, Scanty and Socks, right? Not only is it more interesting than the regular episode. There's also this one fucking quote where it's like, they're playing volleyball and right? this random guy in the crowd is like, you can't get this shit on ESPN, bro. I fucking died at that. I, I like, think that was, um, as I can remember, that wasn't said in the um, Japanese dub. So it was it was quite um, interesting that they put that in there. Yeah, uh, props yeah. to the localization team for that. They props really to, did a good job. I think it at, was uh, it. Was Funimation that was in charge was of Funimation? Which, let's be honest, yeah. we normally shit on Funimation all the time. We know you, Funimation, uh, what you did to Hug and I. You completely shat yeah, all yeah, over it. The, the, his opinion's his own. I love you, Funimation. Funimation I love Funimation as well. No, Tyson, you can't say you love Funimation. You were chatting shit about Funimation like a month ago. You're like, why no, it, can't I view it, my it, anime? No, it, not on this podcast. Not on this podcast. What? On the note of Funimation, I'll be honest, um, you can't really cheap out and try to watch it for free on Funimation because the only the free uh, version of PSG that you can watch on Funimation, I believe, is the Japanese dub. And we'll get to that later, but for the love of God, it's worth paying. It's worth every penny to get PSG in its English dub, right? But we'll get into it later, and we'll explain why. Right, but and if you're like me, you can get the Blu-ray, you get the Blu-ray DVD combo pack, which comes with um, the the dub and the sub. 
and you don't use a sub. <laughs> I think I think it was originally on sale too. Kevin, I posted that deal to you and you missed it. It was like twenty five dollars for for the Blu-ray. I'm not a a DVD slash Blu-ray guy. I'm, I, I like watching on sites like Funimation, Crunchyroll. Just DVDs is a, like the last time I even opened. Who isn't available in uh, in Canada? So I, I can't. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying that because you know who who on the, uh, Tyson. Uh, 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 unless <laughs> someone crushes your heart like Aniplex did to me. And unless also you. I is very poor, so I can't afford like a billion dollar Blu-ray DVDs That's that true. I can watch in my 69 inch flat screen like 4K TV. Well, like Tyson. to be honest, Tyson has his special. Um, what's it called? What was it called? Secret budget, so he can. He can afford that flat screen. And you guys have PS4s or PS3s. I don't. So I don't. I don't have a Blu-ray. Yeah, I have a PS4, I mean... so I just played it on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. But I have an Xbox One, so I can play Blu-ray. So no one cares, Tyson. Oh yeah! Shut up, bitch! Shut up, bitch! I completely up, forgot the Xbox One has Blu-ray capability. Completely forgot about that. Anyways, uh, we were talking a lot about the characters, and uh, I- I'm sure everyone here is really eager to uh, know who my favorite characters are, and they're really eager to shit on them. I think so. Uh, let, let's get on to that, right? Let's not keep Let, them waiting. Let's go around everyone. I'm guessing Tyson. Let's Joe, get on and to me, the Inquisition. We we all, I'm guessing, are, are no, stalking. No, no. I I want the fans. most brutal opinion first. So Tyson, you're on the hot seat. What? Um, just just be gentle. Okay, before I get. <laughs> okay. Prepare your ass, Kevin. Because Tyson's no, get, here to no, destroy. It, no, he already he already got a little heat of that back in Nisekoi for liking Mark. So, I don't know how destructive I can be, but let's see. see you have to uh, go uh, super it's, it's a vicious Tyson. turn on Haganai, and then it was my turn on uh, it was, it, it was your my turn, turn again. It, it, it was your. It is your turn again. So, so Penny being worse. So Penny being worse, girl. It's just that it goes back to what I don't like about Penny. I'm stalking. It's it's like riddle with riddle with tropes, and I'm I'm. I'm a vocal fan that I don't like gratuitous shots, and I don't make I don't like jiggling boobs like everywhere. And in the case of but Penny and Stalking, she Penny doesn't have any. Defied by her lust of having sex, just pretty just pretty much repeated over the episode. And I'm only I'm only excusing Panty a little bit. Um, the part on the part where she sleeps with uh when she sleeps with Brief, because that actually had like sentiment behind it. Okay, so for so for those who don't recall the episode in which Penny sleeps with uh with with Brief, there was this part in which uh Brief's dad wanted to marry Brief to I think it was um was it Nisax or Scanty, I think it was Scanty, so so he was trying to develop a forced marriage, but already Brief had his eyes on Penny like. From, from way over before. If you pay attention, you know that um, that that brief blushes every time he sees Panty. So um, I think over to the due to the circumstances. I mean, although in Panty's case it wasn't very pure. She just wanted uh, to fuck one thousand men, and she was at nine ninety nine. Um, so brief being the one thousand. But Tyson, she gets her virginity back again. Yeah, she, yeah, she does. But 
I think it was the combination of I think it was the combination of music and everything, and the fact that Penny actually gave Brief a shot instead of treating him like a punching bag throughout the rest of the episodes, like she did until this very one. And I'm like, oh my god, I can't find one other guy to fuck. And if, you know, you know what, Brief, come come over here. You might as well be my one thousand. I have a question for you, though, Tyson. All right, so is. Is it the tropey aspect of uh, this character that makes you dislike it, or is it just the the like the sexual aspect of it that makes you uncomfortable? Because if it's a tropey, then I don't understand why it, it couldn't apply to just <laughs> any about, other character. Any, yeah, any other character. So, from from my point of view, anyway, it seems like you're she's the worst character for you because you just hate um, I, se- I th- like sexual I, jokes. I, I, I I think you're grasping a stroke um, a straws to actually call me a hypocrite. You've been trying to call me a hypocrite since two, uh, through three no, episodes. No, but I'm, I'm not trying to frame you for anything. I'm just saying, like, I think that you might have trouble expressing your opinion because from the what you've been saying, if it's tropes, then the entire anime, like everyone, is a trope in the anime. So I think it's that, more- it, that, it, that's it, that's why I mentioned that. It was hard to get through the first ten of episodes, and that I, w- I would have dropped this on the spot. Once, it, it, and I'm not stranger to having done that before. You, you know which shows I've dropped at the first episode. You know that, Kevin. So, that's <laughs> YD. <coughs> Sorry. Uh. And it, anyway, so over over with my shitting a panty. I don't know if it was as brutal <laughs> as I did. Kevin it wasn't as brutal. No, to be honest, I think Yozara's one was like the worst. I don't think you can get worse than that, Tyson. So you have to step your game up. Do it. You never know. But the, but there is something that I want. That I want to comment on on uh, on Scandi and knee socks. There was this one episode in which they were pretty much um, experimented with themselves, like lesbianism. And I'm like, oh my god, I didn't thought that the women who were trying to build herself at the most clean, at the most pure, ended up doing this. And I'm like, and I like it. And I that like was, it. What well, I don't like get it. Borderline what are you... R18 stuff. <laughs> what uh, episode I think was this? It, I, I think it was... I think what it are we was, talking about? It was I'm a recap episode. The, on the recap episode, episode number 12, DC Confidential, when uh, Corset leaves the room... Then they start to experiment with themselves. So I'm like, oh my god. Oh with my each god. other or with what? With, with, with each other. With each other. See, that's the thing, because they're, they're sisters, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, now that you bring that up, yeah, it's, it's even worse. That... That's <laughs> exactly, yeah. It, 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 may be, it may be problematic, but I'm like, oh my god, I need more lesbianism and more gayism in anime. <laughs> Ty- Tyson. <laughs> Now, see, that, see no. Tyson, uh, this is the thing. This is where oh I'm gonna God. call call you out on your shit, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when oh when it's incest, you're like, no, no, it's fine. But for some reason, in this anime, you're like, yeah, I want to see more of this. So because the power of boners is more pa- powerful than the power <laughs> of logic. I think Tyson has made some sort of deal with the devil, and you know that's why he's into this kind of stuff. Whether or not it's true, I don't think Tyson can say. Tyson, are you in the Illuminati? Confirm yes or no. Well, no, no, you guys, you guys make, don't understand. Uh, uh, Penny and Stalking has changed him. He's starting to embrace the black. No, maybe. No, uh, uh, no. or join, maybe. Join the dark side. No, or, may, or maybe I'm secretly into Fuyoshi. What's, what's Fujiyoshi? I didn't see that. 
Let me I don't, just... I'm not. I'm not googling that. Someone else do that. I'm not doing it. I'm um, googling it right Tyson, now. I kind of have to call you out in your BS as well, because hang on. So you you went on like an, a rant up until now about oh I fucking hate this anime because it's so like overly sexual and over the top, and then now you're like, but at the same time I kind of like it. What what the hell, man? You pick one stance or the other. You can't. It can only be one. <laughs> The thing, it, the, it, the thing about human beings, Kevin, is that they're more complex than what they actually sound. So yeah, uh, it is confirmed that this anime is Tyson's like guilty pleasure or something. He, he can't, he can't deny it. <laughs> no, no, don't say that. Do not say that. Just because I enjoy <laughs> that one thing, do, it, it, it don't put me as running for my tissue box. Damn it. Um, can I mention who my favorite character is and least favorite character is? Yeah, because um, on this topic, you have a lot of stuff to say about these two characters as well, right, Dish? Um, and Nista, what are you talking about? Nisox and Scanty? What I don't like about them, like, I wouldn't say they're the worst characters in the anime, um, because that is reserved for, um, for Chuck, because he's, he's just the bane of my life. Wow. I fucking hate him. He ah, doesn't okay, even need okay. to be in this anime. Uh, he just gets beaten up all the time, and Do you to not be honest, have pity for him. No, I don't give a fuck about Chuck. All right. <laughs> okay, because... if Chuck were a human <laughs> wow. being, would you would you not have pity for him? No. <laughs> what? It, it's not. It's not the fact that Chuck's an animal. And he's getting beaten up because that's sad. You know, that's just mean. It's not. He just does nothing. He sits there and he just occasionally he'll try and eat some Doritos and Mountain. He's effectively like the kid who's still living with their parents, can't find a fucking job, and just eats Doritos all day and drinks Mountain Dew and just likes the 360 no-scope all day. He's that guy. He pisses me off. Um, but let's let's also talk about Scanty and Knee Socks. What I don't like about them, first of all, is their clothing. Yeah? I'm not too cool with Scanty's clothing. Yeah, I think it's too, like, sexual. Like, in comparison to... To Pansy, you can't of say anything's too And also, in I this just, show. They, they, they look like the meanest girls alive like if they were in if they were in my um my high school you know i could i don't want to talk to them you know I, i'd just be like oh these are fucking bitches get out of my way that's kind of that's how i would imagine them as whereas you know pantheon stocking i can go and talk to them they're kind of outcasts in a sense well they were popular to begin with and then they became outcasts but i just don't like scanty and socks. they just seem very underhanded in everything they do and they're always trying to one-up, as you mentioned, Kevin, they, they kind of remind me of Team Rocket in a sense. Because, you know, they're always trying to one-up, but then they keep on failing in the end. I kind of expected, I, I expected a, um, Scanny and Nisocks, give a give, um, what, what is it? Um, the, the, the Team Rocket's uh, famous phrase when they fail. Oh, Team, uh, Scanny and Nisocks blasting off again. And then, <laughs> Yeah, I that expected that, but, but but I never got it. And another thing I have with the with those characters is just that <clears throat> the way that they're designed, like that we know they're demons, but at the same time, the fact that they're red is just really it's, 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 it's off-putting. They're supposed to represent devils. They do, yeah, but exactly. at the same time, I I don't think. I don't think red is the best color. I think if you made them more human-like, I think, it, and made them to be, I don't think it fits because they're because they're no because well, there are there are demons like, that are similar. The cartoon in, style. There are there are demons bish called, for style. example, hey, yeah, bish bish. 
I know our I know our job in this podcast is to overanalyze cartoons, but I think you're looking a little bit too much hey, into this. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I'm not looking too much into this. I I want to say that because of how they're uh, you know scantily dressed and whatnot. I think it would have made more sense if they were designed to look more like a succubus. If any of you know what a succubus is, it's a humanoid kind of demon that looks like a human, it just has horns. So I think that would have been a better portrayal of Scanty and Nisox, as opposed to, hey look, they're devils. But that's just, it's really disappointing in a sense, because, you know, it, it, it was just the main way you can portray someone as a... I, I, I can't can see... Uh, Scandi and Nisox painted as violet. Not with this art style, really. Violet? No, no, the thing is... We're not saying violet, we're just saying as, not, as normal human no, beings. Yeah. No, like, no, like, no, what, when I usually no, no, I can actually kind of see I can see them. I can see them making like a succubus style, like a succubus-esque design with colors that could fit into the animation. No, no the thing about succubus is that when I think of succubus, I think of uh, mostly of World of Warcraft's design for a succubus, and she was violet. So, but that's not the common I'm not referencing no. that. I'm just referencing the demon as a, you know. Succubus. Yeah, like succubus is the, like succubi don't come from World of Warcraft, dude. They can be any. They can be. I know. They could be I, completely. I, I, like, I, I'm, I, I know, but since I'm not really well versed on the subject, I can only grasp until my limited reference of media, and that is World of Warcraft in this case, in, the, in terms of succubus. I mean. I kind of do have to agree with Bish in the sense that it would have been cooler if they were just, uh, you know, humans, right? Because, well, not humans, but, like, if their skin tone is just more normal. Because uh, the thing is, with, with their current design, it's blatantly obvious that, you know, they're, they're demons, right? Because they're modeled uh, for devils. But if they were succubi or, you know, just devils but that didn't take on their appearance until they transformed, it'd be more interesting, right? Um... Because, you know, if you think about it, uh, Panting Stockman, they don't get their wings and their halos until they transform either. So why would it make sense to do that for the two main characters, but not for um, Scanty and Esau? Exactly right? the point. And another mo uh, point was when um, Brief's father wanted Brief to marry Scanty. If I was the father, I would have been like, okay, there is something completely wrong with this girl. She's red. Like, what is going on? Has she been eating too many tomatoes? What What is going on here? So I would have questioned that from the beginning before I let my son marry a demon. So it is that kind of thing. It's, it's those little things there that I think is, is why I don't like her. It's not it's not about the fact that there's a main arranged marriage as such. It's just the fact that she's a red person. Some sort of flags must be popping up in your head when you see someone. Would you even arrange that... a marriage to a person who's bright red, has horns and a devil's... I mean, like, you know... Exactly. Is that well, kind of well, thing? Well, I think, if anything, they wanted to portray that um, Brief's father and Scanty's handler, which would be Corset in this case, had a, like, a very uh, tight relationship. That's what I saw it as. I, I know, but what I'm saying is that still, it's like they could have done better with the character design. At least in terms of skin tone, they could have made them look more, more human-like. Um, I can show you something now, but yeah, that's that's what I have to say. So, Joe, favorite characters, least favorite characters. Um, hmm, well, like I can't really just just like who to choose. Well, I guess who I could like, say least favorite characters by compare. Who I choose as best girl. Um, 
Um, Say that well, for later. No, you, was, no, Joe, who's, you who's have the worst to, character? It was a very... Joe, you have, you have to shit up... Joe, this is how they work. You have to shit on Panty so that Kevin feels bad about who is the best girl. No, I love then Panty, dude. About... No, I'm not hating Panty. I love her. Yeah, Panting is a, is a great character, Tyson. I don't know why. Well, you've just explained it. But to be honest, it went into one era and went out of the other. Um... Well, but anyway, it's like... I can say, like, least characters by comparison. But I can't really say I have a character that I hated. It's like, I really... Because I really enjoyed the cast. Huh, no, I love Chuck. He was like the comic relief. I, like I'm seeing the like, disappointment in Bish's face right now. He's just like, <sighs> yeah, he's just like, uh, dude, say, judging like, you. like it or not, the Back to the Future episode was the greatest thing. <laughs> well, anyway, it's like my fa okay best character. I'd have to say Garter Belt. He's a pedophile. Oh. Uh, God, let's give him a chance. Well, then again, then again, Bish about him is amazing. And, and he's into bondage. Joe, are you into bondage? Oh, okay, hey guys. I mean, he's this, that's not. He's this, is the kind of, this is the kind of questions we need to ask people. This is the kind of question we need to ask. Okay, a Tyson, you surrendered your dignity when you started okay. watching PSG, and uh, we're on Kunai, <laughs> so you, you should be used to used to this in the first place. All right, so we we can't judge Joe for his choices. Right? I may I remind you that um, Panty is literally like she's not a prostitute. It, like she she's not exactly uh. <laughs> Uh, it, very tight um, about her uh, sex life, right? So you can't really judge him for for choosing Gardabelt, all right? Let him explain. Okay, right? so do, here's do, the thing: do, he has do, do all of these my other qualities. He, he has all of these qualities other than pedophilia and bondage, and you're <laughs> that doesn't mean he's all bondage and pedophilia. I actually, he actually is really funny. <laughs> He actually is a total badass. No, especially sorry, at the I, I just, end of the episode. Okay, I, I'm setting up objection from Bish. Um, he is—he's a total badass. I—I I will agree on that. But what makes me uncomfortable about him and why I really don't like him as a character is that he's—he's um, clearly put in there as a reference to certain priests that do stuff. So, and also the fact that he's always just talking to. So what's his name? Brief, and he's just like, "Hey, Brief, yeah, what's that?" It's kind of a bit too much, to be honest. Like, I don't, <clears throat> I find it kind of uncomfortable more so than, more so than you know, the incest between Scanty and Esox. It's just weird. You can't, you can't do that. At least for me. Time one coming on, know. one coming well, on Garter I, Belt. I... Maximum climax. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the biggest, that was like the funniest thing ever. Um, I don't know. The, <laughs> no, I, 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 actually, the only... I also really like. I also found his backstory really humorous. Oh, that like, dude. You remember that? Where like he used to be. Um, I can't he used to be a badass really, to quote uh, stalking. Yeah, he used to be, used a, to be a total badass. badass, and then he ended up getting killed. And then he was. It's like God just decided to send him. Um, I think they sent him back in time. So he's immortal, basically. Yeah, he's sort basically of. immortal. He does get killed, really, really but funny. still. I, I like yeah. that kind of like, in in a sense, it was like this evolution, <clears throat> kind of like Wolverine in a way, you know. Where, yeah, where he basically see... formed history. Yeah, because you know you start off at the beginning of the Earth and then work your way until now. So he's kind of wise in a sense. 
But at the same time, that pedophilia thing really puts me off about him. Just saying. I have to put my cards on the uh, table. When you, look, so. I, when you look past all those little jokes, you can like I really see, I, like I really see like the, the charm and. Yeah, well, he's a very charming yeah. character. Anyway, it's just like, that was a trump card for me. Yeah, but I, yeah, I see both your arguments. Uh, I think what Bishop's getting at here is that I kind of feel the same thing because it's it's dealing with a stereotype here. You know, the the stereotype about uh, priests, right? And it's not. I don't know. It just makes me uncomfortable. You know, like. It might be a bit hypocritical, hypocritical considering all the stuff that is in this anime, but that's like there, there's a line, and I think that the, that the exploitation of that stereotype uh, kind of crosses that line. Unfortunately, just, nah. yeah. And then I, my least favorite character would probably is like I, I appreciate, I still like him. I think he's a good character, but by comparison, my least favorite character has to be Chuck. Um. Because like uh, because I don't know like like I said he was the comic relief I found enjoyment in it but other than that it's basically it like he wasn't really like important until the very end where he and... becomes a little badass. <laughs> All right, and then for my best girl I. Wait, 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 hold hold took... on to that thought. Hold on to that thought. I I'll I will present to you what I think about the characters and then we'll we'll have a moment of silence. Stop right, teasing for, um... us, Kevin. Just tell us who your best girl is so we can shit all over. Yeah. Her. Right now? Yes. Alright. We, we already seen it first, at least. So. We have to. Well, we, we, knows, is... we know yours is stocking, alright? So it's fine. So. Alright. No, so... no, no, no. I, I, dude, it was a very tough decision at stocking. Uh, but I finally decided it's stocking. That I think stocking had the best choice. It was the best choice for best girl. <laughs> okay. So you can see that Joe, uh, he, he took a while to debate on this. Uh, on this matter, he he considered a lot of factors, obviously. Yeah, it took a lot of it stocking factors and a lot of stocking making this stocking <laughs> decision. <Yeah. laughs> anyway, Kevin. All right, you know, what? no, I'll reveal mine last. Tyson, well, you said, did you say your best girl yet? No, right. We all know point, Tyson's point. best girl yeah. is also stocking. It's gonna be. What, uh, what, yeah. uh, oh wait. Oh, because wait, she has like wait, like wait, violet wait, hair, and violet hair is close to to blue. Close so to therefore, blue. wow. Automatically, <laughs> automatically. <laughs> no, but if if we're gonna go with this Tyson Cannon thing of Kunai, technically, um, Panty has guns, and Tyson likes girls with guns. Sugumi no, and Naoto. So, no, it, is it more no, important it, to blue no. hair or to guns, Tyson? But but, but Penny is a whore. But Penny's a whore. But I mean, it doesn't matter okay. what you think. She has guns, so obviously she has, guns, she has so to be your best girl. We need to know. Can, Tyson. Uh, can, uh, can I say my favorite? I'm character, sorry, please? Tyson, but your opinions don't matter if the tropes match up. Okay, so one comment that I that I want to make, um, because I was conflicted about this. Um, because I have a, I kind of have a weakness, or not kind of. I have a weakness for girls with uh, girls with eyeglasses. So I was gravitating towards knee socks, but eventually I decided that I. Uh, oh, I oh it looks like we're adding something to the um, canon. So not so, not quite so, uh, so 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 by that logic, I would uh, be a fan of Bayonetta, but I'm not. Anyway, 
I was gravitating towards knee socks because I think she looked devilish in, the, in that, pun not intended. But I ultimately <laughs> settled with stocking because she loves Kiski. Because she loves ki ah. Because she loves cheesecake. I love cheesecake. That is the have... dumbest reason, Tyson. No, no, that makes total guys. Guys, if if we if we think about this here, if we put the connected dots about Tyson's past, right? He he's obsessed with food, right? I mean, he's always talking about them canned ribs, right? So he's always he's always hangry near the end of that's the podcast. Not, that's so. not. That's not. It is the thing now. <laughs> it, it's it, not it is canon. canon. It's pork chops. Pork <laughs> chops are the canon here. It's not no, canned it, ribs. No, it, it, right? canned ribs. What the hell? Exactly. I've never even heard what canned ribs are. And to be honest, Tyson, ke uh, ke I know ke Kevin bringing weird shit into, into everything. Chitoge, Chitoge, whatever. Tyson, this you're confusing me. Well, okay, well, well. She's she she she's not best girl Nisakoi, but she I I do like her on second season. Nisaks, Kobato, Tyson. Can't believe you're a lolicon, but it's fine. Uh, I'm I'm not into lolicon. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Looking. Oh. A lot of the characters here are lollies. Well, I mean, right. he he did like Yukimura, right? So I can see some parallel between that and uh, and the stock. Rin, Rin Matsuoka. That's fine. Sensei from Denki Guy. Oh my God, Denki Girl. <laughs> um. Almost Rish. fell out of my chair there. I should begin, I should I should probably I should probably make a section of my anime planet list that says my one true waifu and then put Sugumi in there. To be honest, Tyson, yeah. going through this, a lot of them are girls with blue hair. So yeah, most but not all. Tyson, there's no saving you. Damn anyway, it! Um, Damn it! Who's your best girl in this anime? Stocking. He said stocking. Okay. Then talking because uh, she Kevin, likes she cheesecake. Likes cheesecake. And I like cheesecake. That's uh, Kevin. All right, your, uh, best character slash best girl is nobody because I upon further revision. I no, no, I mean, no, no, no! I, 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 I refuse. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I refuse. I'm, I'm Kevin, sorry, Kevin. What? Let I'm gonna let you finish. But stocking was was the. Um, <laughs> Was I'm the best girl of all give time. me the salts. Anyway. Let let the salt flow. No, no, Ke right, Kevin, explain, you don't understand explain, what this means. What? No, no. no let explain. me just explain something. What you just said was just like having the whole anime in a dream sequence and finding out in the end that it's a dream sequence. It's that much of a cock tease. Oh well, that's what well, you are. You're a cock tease, Kevin. All right. You need to remember that. That's your new title. You're just Sir Kevin of cock tease. <laughs> I'm gonna knight you right well, now. Because because I lost annoying. all respect for you. I, I have a duo. I have a duo. If that makes you feel better, that I no, prefer. because you can't. You can't just say, "Oh yeah, I have no best girl." <laughs> That's bullshit. Yeah, what a plot twist! Hilarious and it's, original. It, it's one thing if you don't have ships, then okay, we can accept that. But no best girl. No, you you man up and you tell us. No, the thing girl. is, he had a best girl, and it was it was um panty, but he was just afraid of Tyson crushing him, so he was like, you know what, guys? I have no best girl. The reason I did this is because now that upon the second watch through, I was like, okay, you know what? Why did I like uh, Banton the first time, right? And I realized that, you know what? Would I really want to know these people 
if they were real, right? And the answer is no, because honestly, every character in this anime is kind of fucked up in their own way. So it's like, it's not a care. None of them are people that you would be want to be friends with. You know, understand what I mean? They're not really decent. It's really not gutter melt, right? But if you want to, if you're satisfied with best duo, right, and you can shit on this, I think I prefer. Well, okay. I can't choose between them, okay? It'd probably be um, Scanty and Isox. So, um, due to some technical difficulties, Kevin isn't in the call anymore. Wow. Wow. You actually did it. Due to some technical difficulties. <laughs> oh my gosh. I kicked you out, Kevin, because I said at the beginning of the recording, if you told me that, I would drop you from the call. I got DDoS. Well, hang on. To be clear, I don't really have any favorite characters, but you guys forced me, so out of... All of them, I have to say the ones I, I like the most were those two, all right? Okay, because uh, your your if... your point is disappointing me. Let's move on to the next thing, <laughs> which is the audio in this oh, anime. No, don't, don't, even, don't even let me explain myself. I'm fine, fine, fine. No, 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 Kevin, Kevin, you can explain yourself. All right. Explain yourself. Why do you think, you, why did you choose the person you chose? Even though we pressured you into choosing an actual best girl. Okay, I'm sorry. two main reasons, right? Vish, for a disappointing opinion, you should consider firing Kevin from the podcast. <clears throat> I'm not going to fire him, but it's just, oh, wow. that was just the worst thing. That was what, I, I don't want to say it was worse than Denki Guy, but that, that one sentence was worse than the whole Denki Guy episode. I don't know how that's possible, but it is. So It was worse than Denki well Guy. Did you, did you heard it here, folks? So An episode clever. that you never listened to. and, Ke and Ke No, uh, but, but be honest, guys. Would you really want to be friends with anyone, any of the cast, in this anime? Yeah. Be, yeah. No, I would Kenji want to be friends with Stocking. But she's a complete fat ass, though. She doesn't give a shit about fucking anything but food. Yeah, and but so am I. We would we would be perfect together. No, but, they, but, but she has a fast metabolism. Why do you think she eats so much fucking candy and she never grows in weight? Except for that one episode. Just um, well, she's an angel, just so I think. Imagine if she, she's your your girlfriend, right? And you have to buy all that fucking food, man. You would you would be broke, right? You'd be broken. No I, I, I would be happy. I'm just saying. I I'm would just... be happy, even if I. Yeah, was I would broke. be happy because I get to share. You're, you're saying that now, but you're not taking sharing is caring. That, like, no, like no, sharing is caring, but it, but it, but it's I'm like like for instance, you're friends with Penny, or maybe boyfriend and girlfriend, but you know that Penny is cheating on you all the fucking time because she loves the dick. The reason why I like the duo is because I. My personal opinion, I, I think you guys have made it pretty clear that you have different opinions regarding this, but I think that I like the transformation sequence for Scanty Knee Socks in terms of the what they say and the music better, all right? Because I admit the... the, the is, how is that better than Repent Motherfuckers? Yeah, see, no, no, but just... if you Go go listen to it right now. I mean, I mean I'm, it just I'm sounds... I'm listening to it now. And be, to be honest, Pat, Pat, Pat and Zoc, they don't even say the full thing half the time, right? They just say repent. Yeah, the but you don't need don't to, the whole first You part. don't need to say the full thing. Well, no, it's, it's made of the music, man. Like, because Fly Away, I admit, it has a special place in my heart. It, I know everyone here, particularly Bish, likes it, all right? But you, you just can't beat I Want You, all right? Because that is just, it's golden. But speaking of music, though, let's, let's move on to the design aspect, all right? Because... This anime, um, to put it lightly, 
lightly. The the main reason uh, I'd get someone to watch is is not not even the humor. It's not the story. Definitely not not the characters. It is the design. All right, and to say the least, this is a very unique anime in terms of design. There, I, I'm struggling to think of anything that could possibly compare to it in terms of um, design because there's not many anime out there are like uh, PSG. All right. So what do you guys think about the design? Um, I would say, in terms of the design, like, uh, are you mm -hmm. talking about animation or are you talking about sound design? Let's talk about sound design first, because you're okay. talking about music, right? So in, in regards to the, the sound design and the the audio, like, the main audio within the anime was subpar at best. It wasn't really very interesting. I didn't really get hyped for it, other than the transformation scene. As soon as I hear, that music gets me pumped. Like, that's something I can be lifting. I could be in the gym, like, lifting some shit, and I'll, I'll be fine, like, oh, I'm so weak. And then I hear that music, I'll be like, whoa, whoa. And then I'll somehow lift 300 pounds or something. Um, the music gets me pumped, I have to say. It's very, very, like, energetic. And you're like, shit, yeah, fuck yeah. Um, other than that, really kind of disappointing audio. It's not something that I would remember other than the transformation song for both them for pantheon socking and scanty and knee socks so both of those transformation audios are quite good the rest isn't that good other than the intro music i like it that's the only thing i like but the rest is yeah i personally uh, i have to say that i Sort of agree with you now. If you consider like the just the general music that's there during the fights and stuff, it's not that great. But for an OST that is completely like done electronically, it's all techno, right? It does a pretty good job because usually I am an orchestral type of guy. Like I said, oh, time and time again, like I really like uh, OSTs with uh, that are orchestral, like uh, Blast of Tempest, Attack on Titan, Death Note, etc. So. I have to admit that I was sort of impressed with some of the songs in this, right? Because they they just make the transformation scenes stand out, and they do a very good job with that. But like like you said, for the rest of the fight scenes and just the general music, it I wouldn't say it's mediocre. It's it's not bad, but it's not great at the same time. You know, I guess. <laughs> No, but it's just the fact that there are the two transformation songs and the the intro. It kind of saves it from being completely unoriginal. You know what I mean? That's true. Other than that, I think it was extremely disappointing. Joe, you wanted to say something about the audio? The like I the audio. Um. Yeah, I I agree that like the mini like the regular sound effects were were right, but I love like I really like the intro song like. Like it, it really pumps you up. It gets you ready for the episode. It's like penny stocking. Penny, it's also very penny short. Right? You. Yeah, it's very short. So like it's quick and it gets you pumped. So I like that. I love Fly Away. Also it's inspired by American cartoons. You got listen to it. Like I listen to it in my dreams. Yeah, I have to agree with you wow. there, Joe. Wow. And the outro, like it's, and that's alright too. Like it's kind, of, it's very like straightforward. But I actually, I, I'd say like it's. It's a little less, like, I don't like it as much as the intro, but I do like it in its own right, so. In what, sorry? Yeah. And, like, in its own right. Oh, okay, okay. Like, I like it, like, on its own. 
Okay. Speaking of the intro, though, since everyone seems to be bringing it up, like, one thing that you notice is, like Tyson said, it's very Western. It's not too... Um, because if you didn't know, uh, listeners out there, uh, anime, they almost always, without fail, get uh, an artist or an idol sing the intro. So they take a song and they just create this, like, sort of AMV um, for the intro. They didn't really do that for PSG, because yeah. at least in the English dub, I don't know, Bish, you can comment on the Japanese dub, but in the English dub, it's completely in English. All the, the voice acting for the intro is done in English. It's, com- right? so, it's completely in English. It's, com- it's completely in it, English. How, how about in the Japanese dub? Is it? It's the same. The same thing? Yes, it's the same it's the audio. Same. Yeah, so it's, it's very different from the other uh, intros. It's not, it's not sung, really. There, there are people talking, but it's like... It's it's not the main point. It's very techno. No, it's, it kind of stands out. Yeah, it's like a... um, it's it, it, it's another instance in which um, its American inspiration flexes at its muscles because uh, usually anime intros do, uh, last anywhere from one minute thirty seconds to two minutes. This one lasted about probably forty five seconds to one minute. That's typical of American cartoons as well. Yeah. We, we don't use uh, pop songs and stuff for intros. We usually just have uh, a short little tidbit of music that's created by uh, the studio itself, right? Yeah. The OST, I think, was perhaps a little bit more Japanesey, if you can say that. But even then... Potentially, but I wouldn't, wouldn't necessarily say so. Like... Um... Obviously, electro music is very popular in Japan and that kind of genre. But I would say that's very, it's it's a very worldwide thing as well. Like everyone kind of listens to it. <clears throat> but yeah, other than that, Tyson, do you have any points on the audio, or is it just the same sort of stuff that we're? I just I, I want to add something to Kevin's point is that. Um... <clears throat> When we said back at the beginning that this anime takes heavy inspiration from American cartoons, I really mean it. From 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 the music choice, from from the music, the animation style, everything. But since what con- what concerns now is audio, um, I have to say that most like most uh, like most of us guys here, um, I'm a pretty big fan of Flyaway the transformation song from Penny and Socking. Um, and that's about... No, it, it, no, you can't. But there is... Um, but but there is one song. I think it was used in one or two episodes where uh, Penny and Stocking are at a disco. That it sounded a, bit, a, a little bit like dubstep. And that brings out the Hulk in, in me. Fucking dubstep! Anyway, um, also, also, um, Scanning Nisak's transformation music was pretty cool. I haven't listened to it, to it, but what little I've listened to it was via the transformation sequences, and I thought it was kind of cool. It doesn't top fly away in my book, but <clears throat> it's pretty good in some regard. Alright, but uh, the, I think the main thing that I want to get into here is... Uh, probably going to be voice acting all right and i think bish will probably have a lot to say about the japanese dub but uh i don't know about you guys but i've only seen the english dub i've seen a bit of the japanese dub like the first few a few clips but um i really much want to discuss this um having watched this again in both english and in japanese i would say this is one of the instances where it's very rare but 
the English dub is far superior to the Japanese dub. And I, I honestly think that it's because of the scripting as well. I think the scripting is a very important part of it. In the um, Japanese dub, even let's take the uh, transformation scene. They make a lot more kind of religious references. They they reference a virgin, you know, that kind of stuff. As opposed to the English dub, which has none of those references and just kind of focuses on talking about the demon and actually focusing on the transformation itself. Um, they also don't say repent, motherfuckers. In the Japanese dub, they just say repent. There's a lot of things that just don't work well in, in the original dub of the animation with the Japanese dub. Um, a lot of the jokes just aren't as funny reading them as opposed to just listening to them. But I wouldn't say it's a... Um, <clears throat> I wouldn't say it's an issue for the dub. Like, I don't think the voice acting is bad. I think it's cringy because of two factors. One is the actual animation style doesn't necessarily fit to the Japanese voices. Um, it's kind of like watching Powerpuff Girls in Japanese or watching Ed and Eddie in Japanese. You just don't expect those voices. Second of all, it's the scripting issue. It's obviously scripted for a Japanese audience. The jokes are tailored for Japanese audiences. And when the localization team gets a hold of it, they have to, of course, change those jokes because no one's going to understand certain Japanese jokes or certain words can't be translated, so they have to change the script. And I think Funimation did a great job in in localization so honestly like uh if you're asking me about this i get the feeling that gainax from the get-go it almost seems like they were intending this to be uh mainly focused on the western market and it was like designed for adult swim right and like it just screams uh you know western audience right because there's so many references like you know, the espn stuff and all that it it's really tailored for, uh, you know, that demographic, like Western demographic, you know, adult males. So in doing that, they, they did a really good job. And the voice acting, to be honest, I really have to uh, congratulate the the voice actresses, uh, Jamie Mar Marchie, or Marchie, sorry if I mispronounced her name, who did the voice, act voice acting for, uh, for Panty. And I don't know who did it for Stalking, but honestly, it's... One of the stronger uh, performances I've seen for en English dubs uh, in the industry. I mean, the only other anime that would even consider suggesting uh, an English dub for is uh, perhaps Persona, right? Which we already covered. And Attack, hmm, Attack on Titan, perhaps as well. I don't know if you guys agree with that. But, um, I've, I, uh, that's a I, sore um, topic with me. <laughs> I, uh, to elaborate on Kevin's point, like, actually, like, so as I mentioned, I, I bought the Blu ray and DVD copy of um penny stocking and they have like a little documentary on on um i will i don't know if i should call it a documentary like it's been a while since i've seen it but it's basically they were it's like behind the scenes where they were like talking to the different voice actors and like it was really it's really interesting to see like hear how they felt and like how like how they felt and like how they were making all these voices like in between like like while recording in between recording stuff like that it's very nice to see, and like I, I like I it made me love the voice, the voice acting a lot more because of a lot of, of all the effort that was put into it. No, definitely. Like, uh, it stands out once again from the, what we typically see. And honestly, I, I would like to see more of this in the anime industry because usually, uh, I get the feeling that dubs they're kind of a an afterthought. Sometimes there's not as much effort to put into the dub 
compared to the original uh, Japanese dub, and that's a shame because you know people usually shit on the English dubs all the time, right? Like English VAs, they get shit all the fucking time because people are oh yeah, Japanese VAs are always better. No, this proves that the English dub can be as good, if not better, than the original dub, right? So it's just a matter of yeah, it just, the because right the people. the dub needs to reflect what the characters are. Because if they if they matches like that, then a dub can be very good. The problem with a lot of dubs is that they just dub it. They just see like what would fit, fit the character the best. They don't like mm. try to become the character themselves. Mm. Especially um, stalking. I don't know. Not stalking. Sorry, panty. If you didn't no notice, she has a very distinct southern accent, right? Which I will not try to imitate, but. That just adds to the crudeness of it, right? It, I don't know. It, it, it kind of... What I like about it, that's another thing. It adds to her overall sexiness. That's another it thing. Like, it, I, I don't know. I'm just saying, you know, Southern accent. I agree. <laughs> so about uh, my thoughts on the, on the voice acting for Penny and Stalking. Like I mentioned in the beginning, I watched the first episode... Or at least a part of the first episode in Japanese. <clears throat> and what I found out was that the crudeness of the concept didn't come across as much when you have Japanese voice actors, which um, I don't know if it's correct for me to say this, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Um, the Japanese are way too polite. And by that, I mean that such a crude concept wouldn't work with Japanese voice actors. So, just on that alone, um, seems the American voice actors were more um, <clears throat> were more rough in their delivery. It completely sells me the concept of uh, characters that are, um, or, or not characters, like a show concept that is meant to be crude, meant to be rude, stuff like that. Um, I have to kind of disagree with you there. I, the Japanese people are very polite as a people but at the same time they can you know they can be like the rest of us yeah they can have some fun they can make perfect jokes they can focus on whatever but having seen the whole anime in both english and in japanese i mentioned this before but i'll say it again um it's mainly down to scripting because i think the scripting is the issue here and not the japanese voice actors because they can they can do their job well and i think they suit the characters i just think the yeah. script yeah we is, could say the scripting is, is like quote unquote formal yeah because it's it's, like it's not like the, the dub kind of just goes does its own thing but the sub like just feels like it feels too structured mm. it's like, it's not stalking is very free like free roaming yeah, it's really not. I think the the VAs that were bad. It, it it's it's a matter of uh, you know context. It's just, an English cast works a lot better, and it suits uh, Penny and Stocking a lot better than a Japanese cast. Yes, I will agree with that. And um, in regard in regards to the to the other stuff, um, I don't have any particular. Opin opinions on which performers I like best other than yes I do think the English voice acting work better for Penny and Stocking than the American boy sorry than the Japanese uh, one did um there was something I wanted to mention regarding that um one thing the, the thing about dubs that I'm usually dubious of is that since they have to um 
since they had to adjust the lines to a number of frames and mean when the, the animation comes in um it comes in complete you had to work around your way on that so I find that for the scripting to be able to mesh the words to the frames, they had to add, at most times, lines that don't necessarily add anything to it. So I did feel a little bit of that in Penny and Stocking, which they kind of like meshed up the lines together so they speak really fast. And that's something that plays most, in almost all dubs, really. And Regardless of whether the English voice acting worked better for Penny and Stocking, um, there's still like the dub syndrome that I observe that I don't really like. Yeah, and before we move on, I want to mention one more thing about the animation. Um, I'm su actually very, very surprised that nobody mentioned this, but the ghost explosions. Oh my oh, god, yes! Yes! Like, the, the, the yes. I forgot about that. Yes! I would, uh, yes, uh, I'm uh, very surprised. Like I, was, I thought it was gonna be a big deal because when I saw the animation, I, I I forgot because that is one of my favorite parts out of the whole concept. To be to be honest, like it, it, like the like the, the the mix of Japanese anime, the mix of American style animation, Japanese animation, and then live action, especially with the ghost exploding exploding and everything. I. I, I I'm sorry, I totally forgot. That that is one of my most favorite parts out of every episode. Just watching this clay rendition of the ghost exploding in, into a little it's bit. It's so satisfying. <laughs> it is. Yeah, very satisfying. See him explode. It's like I didn't like another thing I saw on the uh, on the DVD and Blu-ray. They have all the ghost sequences compiled together, and you can see them all in slow motion and fast motion. I it was the most beautiful thing. And, like, it's really cool at the end of each episode to just see all the ghosts explode. And even Garter Belt exploding. And then just coming oh, back yeah. together. Yeah, I know, I know. That, that, was, that was good. What, what kind <laughs> of um, the ghost explosions reminded me very much so of... Um, this is There's so much nostalgia in this anime. But this reminds me of the Power Rangers. Mainly, yeah, yeah, that's um, what I thought of as well. Yes. That kind of live action. You know, when they would fight a monster and then they would slash it and they, that would explode. Kind of reminds me of that. I'm not sure if it was some sort of reference or if it was influenced by it, but knowing Pantheon stocking, I'm, I'm guessing potentially. Because I was thinking of Power Rangers as well, but I didn't mention it because I I did not watch Power Rangers as a kid, so I wasn't sure. But I I knew that it was familiar, right? And it reminded me of like these these 80s or 90s shows where they'd use live action and props and stuff. So it was a really nice nod, and honestly, it's probably the best part for the viewer and for the studio because it just Fucking blowing up little statuettes over and over. It's just, they did a really yeah. good job. No, like, here's the thing. They didn't, like, they went outside and blew all these things up. I Like, in the documentary, it showed them, like, not... It also showed them, like, showed the set. It showed the, um... It showed, like, the statue, like, the, like, the clay model. And the people just de detonating it. It was the like greatest thing. It feels like a like a Mythbusters episode. That's why I'm so excited about that. <laughs> it's like this is a trope, I admit, because it's it's done every episode. But it's one of the tropes that I can forgive because it. You, I just never get tired of it, right? I just never get it's it's nostalgic in a way, but it's it's fun, you know. So you don't get annoyed of it. It's it's not like Chuck, right? Where you, it's like after the twentieth time, you're just like fucking stop, stop. 
it, it appeals to you, you know. And 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 the thing that make it, and the thing that makes it so great, at least from what I saw, is that it makes no fucking sense, and I love it because of that. Because really, Penny doesn't it's use like exploding no, 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 and yet you see the you see this clay monster explode. No, it's not even them killing it. Yeah, it's not even them. It's not even you seeing them kill it. It's just them exploding. <laughs> It's yeah. just, it just yeah. blam, far boom. <laughs> it makes no fucking so sense, and I love it. It really reminds you of like those, those old shows, you know, especially like Team Rocket. Team Rocket's blasting off again, you know, every episode. Hmm. So, I believe that we've talked a lot about um, our, our gripes and stuff. And speaking of gripes, uh, one of my main gripes here is. Uh, the ending right it is a bit yes it's a bit controversial yes. but can i just say something before we get into that sure. um to be honest i think it's like a jokey ending whether or not it's i can consider it canon i'm not sure i don't know if it is considered I'll, canon I, that... i'll get into that right away actually. no no like yeah i I'd, I'd say that's i'm sorry i like i just want to say something about it it's like sure. The ending, I'd say before that jokey ending, I'd say that was like the real ending. Yeah, of it. And then that's that what joke I think. Ending was kind of just added in as like a side thing that was supposed to make it. You it was a mind fuck, to be honest. When I when I saw that, um, <clears throat> you know, Panty did uh, not Panty stocking did just kill Panty. I was like, what the fuck is going He's on? Like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm secretly a demon. Yeah, and it was yeah. just like, what? That doesn't make any sense. They're, yeah, they're yeah. sisters. Like, how how is that possible? First of all. In, in a genetics point of way, but at the same time, um, angels can become demons. So anyway, um, my point being is, if that was the case, I want if that's canon, I want to know how the hell, why would she go through all of this journey and collecting all that kind of stuff to go back to heaven in the end if she's a demon? I want to know more. And it the really way they're kind of... canon, though. I don't really do not think it is canon. Yeah. I don't think it's canon, no. but at the same time... It could be because that's a potential way into second season because they... that's exactly what Gainax wants you to think that you've just played into the right into their hands, you know, because I got to say, like, we've been Gainax, right? It just that's just Gainax being typical Gainax. It's what they do. You kind of just have to accept it. Like before we continue about this, did, what was your initial reaction about this? Because honestly, I was I was liking the anime anime at first right and then i watched the last episode and i saw this and i was like i was kind of salty at first right but then i i realized you know it's a gynax thing uh people told me you know gynax does it all the time uh they kind of like to troll viewers right so i was like all right it, it's probably not canon and i just went with that to be honest i didn't didn't even know that gynax did this animation because i didn't do any research before obviously watching it for kunai again um, so when, when I initially saw that scene, it was just like, oh no, no, how is this possible? But at the same time, it kind of gave me hope that there would be a second season. And now obviously you're telling me it's a Gynax show. It's, that's gone down the drain. So, well, and the fact that they, they, they fucking, the fact that they put to be continued in the next season as well. It's, it's like, they're, they're just being cock teasers at that point, you know? They are, but at the same time, I've seen a poster that they've created, I think, for the OVAs or something, whereas actually showing something from second season. Whether or not that's just Gynax being Gynax again, that Did I'm not Did you guys so sure see about. the image? 
Do you see the image? They, I don't know if it's like a, a fan-made image, but or but I there was some art released that showed like what would what would a second season look like. That's the one I'm talking about, Joe. That's the image. Uh, yeah, it's. It, I really like like it kind of ties into like what I want a second season. Like I would really want a second season to see what happens after that. If, but like like you said, it's kind of like a joke ending, so I don't think they're really gonna follow it. Well, most of the team at Gainax are intrigued, so it would be it would be more more of a licensing issue to be able to have Trigger make a second season of Penny and Stalking if they want to do one. Because I believe Imaishi is currently busy with Luluko, Space Patrol Luluko. And, and Trigger is a small studio, so they probably can handle many stuff like the Gainax of old can. Anyway, what I want to say about the ending is that um, I didn't th- I didn't thought much of it because this is an anime they're releasing I think the thousand ten and yes and yes Gainax was around that time but um, so as for this recording it has been six years since Penny is talking aired no talks of a second season or if there was one probably Gainax fell under before. Um, before this could be done, and like I mentioned, most of the guy next staff is on Studio Trigger now. But uh, I mean, the property of what Penny of Stocking is, um, that's probably gonna have to be negotiated as to as to make a return to Trigger and probably make a Penny of Stocking season two. But I think Trigger at this point is more com- uh, concerned with making new properties that they can uh, that they can sell. To the audience and everything, but yeah, I didn't thought much of it. Well, even if you consider it was a nice it, little thing, it's a funny thing to see. Yeah, but like, but I really if, would want a second season though. I love Penny Stocking. I don't know. We'll, we'll get, into, get into that in a second because I, I sort of agree with you, but I don't. But even if you consider it, Bish, are it's not really canon because if. If you think about it, all right. So Gainax themselves, they they've said that you know they, they practically made PSG for shits and gigs. So it's kind of like a, a huge April Fool's thing for them, right? And apparently, Joe, you can comment on this since you you've watched um, EVA and some other uh, Gainax anime. Apparently, they kind of don't do good endings. They always have this little twist at the end. I'm not sure if this is true. Can you can you, can you comment on this? Do they do usually do this? So Gainax apparently it's ditched don't really do good endings. Usually they have these little twists at the end that's that are usually unexpected. So is this usually their is this their style or Um well I don't wanna spoil it be- I don't want to spoil Evangelion. That's the thing. Hmm. Because like the- if I talk about the twist it'll be like the biggest well but, the biggest spoilers. But there is a twist though, right? There's a twist in Evangelion but and I, I can't I can't say that it is something you do not expect because it's hmm. something so like weird. Right, and also, uh, why the fuck would let's say for a moment that um, stalking is um, a demon, right? Why the fuck would she have waited until after the gate was closed to turn on everyone? It just doesn't make sense, right? So obviously, it not at all. Yeah, so like it makes it even seem more and more like it's just a spoof, mm-hmm. spoof um, ending. I'll agree yeah. with you here. 
So it's just, again, there again, it's our job. Again, it's our job to overanalyze mm -hmm. cartoon, but I think we're looking way too far into this. But it's good that we're doing this because if if you're just a random viewer and you didn't know about Gainax and what they do, and you didn't look into this, you'd think that that was the legit like canon ending, and there would be a season two, and you would be completely pissed. And I I was pretty damn pissed at first when I first watched it. Right, I'll be honest. But now that I think about all these you know these indicate mm -hmm. this indications that this no this is not in fact a canon ending you know i'm actually quite satisfied with psg as it is and you know this ties into do, if, but you could make the argument you could make the you could make the argument about that but um it's been it's been six years and no penny i'm talking to even if gynax did key art for that gynax no longer exists that's the thing tyson and... um can i interject we could say the same about stuff like fruits basket and things like that. And they've recently just released a new sort of fruits basket now. So, and it's been more than, more than 15 years since the fruits basket. Let me just stop you right there. Because in fruits basket's case, Studio Dean still exists. Not so Gynax. So if, so, so if the Studio Six... So if the studio exists, they have the rights to the IP, and they have the ability to exploit it as they see fit. But in the case of Penny and Stocking, Gainax went under. So, but the rights the, have to go somewhere. It's kind of like if we're going to bring uh, this into uh, gaming. No, 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 the rights are in a limbo. They probably, they probably belong to the publisher, and if... Only if Trigger is interested in it because it's the original team behind Penny and Stocking, they will pursue it. But like I mentioned, I think Trigger at this point is more interested in pursuing new material to build their portfolio and everything. Hmm. So that begs the question, guys. Do you want to see a season two uh, or no? Or do you think it's realistic to expect one? And I'll, I don't I don't I think, think it's realistic to, to a, expect it's, one. But... It's not realistic. Yeah. I... Well, I do want to see season two, but I don't think it's gonna happen. That's basically mm -hmm. my general opinion on it. I mean, not only that, is it unrealistic to expect Trigger to pursue this with all you know the technicalities involved with the uh, Gynax having the rights and stuff. Also, it's like I personally don't feel that like, it's necessary. PSG has done what it set out to do. It it has created an original anime that has follows a Western style of animation and design. It's very crude and it, it's funny, you know. It did exactly what they what the creators wanted it to do. There's no story to it, so would it really is it really that important to have a second season, right? There's nothing to go for, you know. Considering you know the, the quote unquote ending is also non-canon, is it really necessary to have a second season? That's just going to be the same thing. No, no, no um, right? the. No, and the technic and the technicality and the technicalities of having a second season is that Penny and Stocking would actually need to have a story, and this is um, at least in the case of Penny and Stocking, I'll reference a case that has been popular recently: the revival of Fully Cooly. I mean, the in, in the amount of time. Not the amount of time, the the period of time in which Fully Cooly was made. These were probably the brightest minds in all of animation. Not just Gynax, the brightest minds in all of anime. That they got together to do something special. So when people say that Fully Cooly having a sequel, quote unquote, 
would be beneficial for, beneficial for the franchise. That's why many people are pissed off because it doesn't have soul. It doesn't have like heart. It doesn't have many many of the people who work on the original fully cool are not even there. So when we apply this example to to Penny and Stocking, it makes zero sense to have a second season because you're so. Oh, so you're saying like if Penny they made a season two. Oh, I'm sorry, but like, if so, basically, you're saying if they made a season two, there wouldn't be you wouldn't feel the love that was put into it. It's it, exactly it loses what makes Penny and Stocking special because it was a precise combination of events, people, and pretty much every and pretty much everything that makes this show what it is. So do so. That's objectively what could happen. So that's objectively what I personally want a, a season two. Well, judging that I said in the beginning that I would have dropped this on the first episode, no, I wouldn't want a, se a second season. If it gets one, then sure, why not? It'll be it, it'll probably be objectively bad, but um, that if that remains to be seen until the property actually exists. I'd rather not have a second season. Rather have a second season that would just ruin everything. To be honest. Speaking of which, though. Do you, would you guys recommend this anime? And if so, who would you recommend it to, and why? How do you? Tyson? I wouldn't. I would not recommend it to anyone. That's just me. Anyone at all? Okay. Fish. All right. Um, I would. This is kind of. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone that's just watching anime, for the first time. I think unless you're a big fan of Adult Swim or you're a big fan of stuff like Rick and Morty or or like the nostalgia of old and are still watching westernized cartoons and you want to get into anime, I think this is perfect for that person. But that's a niche. That's not for everyone. Um, for people that are just getting into anime for the first time, I wouldn't recommend this to anyone. Personally, I would recommend this to a lot of my friends because we're into this kind of fucked up humor. <coughs> and obviously they they love this kind of stuff. They love it. <laughs> um, they would love it anyway. So... Yeah, it's only a small group of people that I would recommend it to, but the general public, no. Yeah, this is a very um, niche anime. It it targets a very specific group of people, and like you said, it's it's a group of people who have a very particular taste and humor, very crude humor in particular. And it, if I showed this to someone who was getting to anime for the first time, I guarantee you they would not be impressed. They most likely would not want to watch anime after this because you know, it it kind of makes fun of all the tropes. Of the anime industry without you know the over sexualization and stuff it's just, it's not a good start but i would recommend it to people who who are into this crude humor like syd you know if you enjoyed syd i think that you probably enjoy psg as well you know How yeah you and, um i basically it's it's basically what bish said it's like for like first you'd want like like some prior experience to anime you'd want like you want to develop that level of tolerance to this kind of humor like like you want to get used to this kind of humor and like this humor and content and that's when i think you should show pain and stalking it's like it's a good it's a nice show to it's a nice show to watch with your friends if they're if they're into that kind of stuff and if they're used to that kind of stuff yeah it's more for seasoned veterans of the, the industry to be honest or who like anime a lot not for uh People trying to get into anime for the first time. Yeah, it's not the show. It's not the starting show you should watch because that just paints a bad image for everything else. I think that kind of wraps up everything that 
we have to say about PSG, to be honest. So, next episode, who wants to make that announcement? Our next episode will be Yamada-kun and the Seven Witches. Honestly, I have no idea what Yamada-kun is about, so looking forward it's to a, that. It's a, it's a relatively new anime. It's uh, I think it aired last year. In spring yeah, it, it aired last year. There, it, yeah. All right. So, guys, uh, we'd like to know your thoughts on this episode, as always. Uh, you know... Give us your feedback, what you liked, what you didn't like. Uh, just send us your thoughts. You know, did you watch PSG? Do you have the same opinions about uh, the same things? If so, you can contact us on Twitter. So our handle is at GALP uh, underscore uh, KU. Sorry. Uh, yeah. At GALP Kunai. So GALP KUNAI. Uh, you can also contact us on our personal Twitter pages. So I am at The Tempest Phoenix. So. Uh, the Tempest F-E-N-I-X Joe I'm at Kibo Gamer K-I-B-O-U-G-A-M-E-R I'm Kanaye K-A-N-A-Y-E underscore on Twitter and um, my Twitter page is at Get Life Podcast I would have done a joke but I think that it would have been a bit too much on this episode I can't block you. I can't block the block you on this part. Because I'm you the last it. one. I can't. I can't just make up a Twitter name. Exactly. <laughs> you can be. You. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye. <laughs>